0: As a financial advisor, I often get questions about where should I invest my money, should I have a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, Uh, what's the hot stock uh, right now, should I invest in cryptocurrencies, and yes, these are all very important topics that should be discussed with your financial advisor, but today we're talking about how to protect the wealth that you have generated, and we're talking specifically about auto insurance. So I'm excited today to have Jessica Owens. She is our agency manager. She works with clients uh, to develop auto insurance protection plans that can help them to fit their budget and their protection needs. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the weekly wealth podcast with certified financial planner, David Chudick, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family and your business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, where we talk about the mindsets, the tactics, and the strategies that help you to build and maintain wealth. Really excited today because we have an opportunity to talk about one of the neglected parts of financial planning, and that's auto insurance. And today we have Jessica Owens. Uh, She runs the insurance portion of our office, and we're going to talk about managing some of your risks with car insurance, but also how to save some money and have the right coverages as well. So, hey, Jessica, how are you today? David,
1: I am great. So happy to be back. Really excited about talking about auto insurance today.
0: Cool. Well, how long have you been in the insurance business? And tell me a little bit about some of the um, the trainings that you're working on right now.
1: So I've worked in insurance for almost five years now. I am currently working on getting my CIC, which is Certified Insurance Counselor. So I'm be more qualified to answer more specific questions about people's insurance, kind of guide them along to where they need to be to protect their assets.
0: Absolutely. One of the things in the insurance industry is it is so price driven. And if you look at all the commercials, it's all about save money, save money, save money. And yes, we're going to talk a little bit about that and saving money. Let's face it. I don't like paying for my car insurance. You don't like paying for yours, but the most expensive insurance policy is the one that doesn't do what you want it to do when you need it to do it. So it's it's really important to have people like yourself that can help clients to have the right insurance coverages. So speaking of insurance coverages, every six months or every year, I get declarations pages for my own insurance and it has a bunch of numbers on it that a lot of people may not really understand. So tell me like, with liability coverage, there's normally some some numbers on your, on your policy. First of all, what is liability coverage? And then let's talk a little bit about those numbers so we can get a sense of what they mean.
1: Okay, so your liability coverage, that's what's going to pay for the property damage and or injuries to another person caused by an accident where you're at fault. So it, it was your fault, you hit them, and you now have to pay for their medical bills, damage to their vehicle. Um, this coverage, it's required by most states to legally drive your vehicle, and it's broken down into two parts. The liability coverage, um, you got property damage and you have bodily injury.
0: So let's look at that. So I know that you would never do this, but when I'm driving down the road, I'll see people who are just staring at their phones and texting and driving. So let's say you're texting and driving and you just don't stop and you hit my vehicle. Is liability what's going to pay for my vehicle and, and my doctor's bills? So that liability,
1: that's gonna pay for the other party's property damage and their medical bills. What you've you've caused to them?
0: So, on my policy, I believe I have a three hundred slash three hundred slash one hundred. How would you explain like what that means for me? What would that do, and and what would that pay towards some somebody's damages that I may have caused?
1: So, so that's called your split limits. So, um, that, that first 100, that's, that's a hundred thousand dollars that is going to go towards the property damage that you have caused that 300, but
0: now why would anybody ever need a hundred? Like there aren't that many hundred thousand dollars cars.
1: Well, no, but it's not just a car. Let's say you you run into a house.
0: (laughs) True. Yes.
1: That's that's a lot of damage and state minimum limits are only $25,000 that you have to carry. And yeah, there's there's not many expensive vehicles on the road probably, but I mean, you don't know what- well, you're What about have. like
0: a two or three car accident? That 100,000 would have to cover several cars, right? So right? you get three- $35,000 cars which are nice cars but not maybe that extravagant and all of a sudden you're at that $100,000. So those are things that people don't think about a lot. Yep. So what does the 300 and 300 mean, you know, potentially in, in a um in on an insurance policy?
1: So that um the second number that you'll see is 300,000 and on yours, is 300,000 is going to be the max limit that it's going to pay out that per accident. So once you hit that three hundred thousand, after that, any other expenses, that's that's going to fall on you personally to come up with. Um, on yours, that second, that third number, it's going to cover your bo- the bodily injury that you cause. So if somebody gets hurt physically, that third number is what's going to cover their medical bills.
0: Okay. And, and as we know, medical bills really add up, and it would be very easy. I know in South Carolina, we have we have listeners all over the world, but in South Carolina, you're only required to carry twenty five thousand dollars per person and fifty thousand dollars per accident for for bodily injury. And let's face it, you don't have to be very injured at all to have twenty five thousand dollars of medical bills. Uh, that's that's a few hours in the uh, in the emergency room. And then you look at lost wages and everything else. These things can really really add up. In our office, you know, I kind of look at our jobs as I help people to grow wealth and you help people to protect wealth. So if I do a great job helping my clients to build investment portfolios that are big, but yet they don't have the right insurance and they happen to make that one mistake and, and run a stop sign, somebody's paying for that loss. So it's either going to be their insurance company if they're properly covered, or it's going to come out of the investment accounts that I've helped them to build, which um which we never we never want to happen. So let's talk about another term that makes both of us cringe when we're looking at the other main part of insurance, um, and that's the physical damage portion of insurance. and And let's have you first explain full coverage or or that it does or does not exist.
1: Okay, you said the magic word. You said full coverage. That 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 doesn't exist. That in our world, that I hate hearing. That I want full coverage or I have full coverage. Full coverage is it, it never has the same meaning to every person. Um, so the physical damage it it covers comprehensive and collision.
0: Okay, so when if I have comprehensive coverage, when might that pay? For for my car to get fixed, what would have to happen in order for that to be used?
1: So comprehensive coverage that that covers um, your windshield, fire, theft, uh, vandalism. Uh if if you flip over your vehicle, that that's what your comprehensive covers. And, and in the state of South Carolina, there's also no deductible on any glass breakage. And that's where your comprehensive will come
0: in. And we're in a redneck town of Oconee County, South Carolina, so <laughs> hitting deer, that happens a whole lot. Lots of lots of deer hits around here. So that would fall under the comprehensive as well, correct?
1: Yes, yes it would.
0: Now, can you choose not to carry comprehensive coverage on your vehicle?
1: You can, absolutely. Comprehensive is not required by the South Carolina state law to have.
0: So if I don't have comprehensive and if I hit a deer and it does $2000 worth of damage, what happens then?
1: You are paying that out of your pocket. Your insurance is not going to cover that if you do not have comprehensive.
0: Okay. So that's a decision that I might want to make depending on how old my vehicle is or or even if I have a huge, huge emergency fund. So cool. All right. So let's talk about collision coverage. What is that and what does it cover?
1: Collision is just what it sounds like. It covers your vehicle if it collides into other property, buildings, vehicles, stop sign, that kind of thing.
0: So in that example where where you might have been texting and driving and you rear-ended me, is it fair to say that your collision coverage is going to fix your vehicle and then your liability coverage is going to fix my vehicle?
1: Correct. Yes. And if you, once again, if you don't have collision coverage, your vehicle will not be covered. It will not be getting fixed by the insurance company. You will pay out of pocket for that one.
0: Okay. Now, if I have a loan on my car, does the bank require that I carry comprehensive and collision?
1: Yes. If you have a loan, they definitely want, they require you having comprehensive and collision that way their investment is covered as well.
0: All right. And see, these are things that a lot of people just don't learn. So let's talk about another term that I think a lot of people just really don't know what it means or what it does. So, so deductibles, number one, Like, let's say I hit a deer and it does $2,500 worth of damage to my car. So the the body shop said, yep, it's going to be $2,500. What are typical deductibles? And then how would the deductible kind of factor into getting my car fixed for the $2,500? So
1: your deductible, it can range. um, Most deductibles are two fifty. dollars $500 $500 or $1,000. And some carriers, you can increase that. And of course, the higher deductible, the lower your premium. But the deductible is what you have to pay out of pocket. The insurance will pay the remaining outside of that deductible. So if you have a $500 deductible and you've got $2,500 worth of damage, you're paying 500 Insurance is paying 2000
0: So, but who do I pay the $500 to?
1: to who's fixing your vehicle.
0: Gotcha, okay. So so my insurance company is gonna write a check for the amount of the damage minus the deductible. Correct. See, these are things that a lot of people don't understand. And by having a higher deductible, I, ha- I have potential more out of pocket, which lowers my premium. And if I have a lower deductible, that means I'm taking a little bit less risk and my premium might be a little bit higher. So, yes. and- I would guess that as a, as an agent, you can help people to determine which deductible works better for them, right? I mean, sometimes you save a whole lot of money by having a, a higher deductible. Sometimes you don't.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it all depends on your personal circumstances. Um, if you can afford $1,000 out of pocket to pay for your damages, then that's great. If you can't, then we may want to look at a lower deductible, but we also want to look at your premium and see how that factors in.
0: Like we talked before, when you can't go 10 minutes watching TV without seeing some insurance commercial about 15 minutes will save you 15% or less or call us and we'll save you money or customers that switch to us save $500,000 a year. What are some things that each of us can do that are within our control that can help us to keep our insurance costs manageable? Because times are tough. I don't have any extra money. You don't have any extra money. I don't love making my insurance payments. So how can I keep my costs to where they're at least manageable?
1: So what you have control over to keep your costs down is keeping continuous coverage. That is the number one goal that you want to have is always have continuous coverage. You don't want to lapse. You don't want to go even a short period of time without insurance coverage, because in the long run, it's going to increase your premiums.
0: And I think what happens is insurance companies see people who have gaps in their insurance as higher risk. So then they either the the, the low, lower cost companies either don't offer coverage or they don't offer their lowest coverage cost uh, because somebody's been driving around without insurance which makes them a little bit of a risk so that's uh that's really good good advice there what are some other pieces of advice of so things that are in your control that can help help keep your insurance costs to be manageable
1: so perks of our office and what I do is as an independent insurance agent I can help shop the policy so we can find the right company that is the best fit for coverage and price.
0: All of the companies that our office works with, they're all very strong quality companies. However, there's no one company that's always right for, the, for everybody. So if you have the ability to have your agent shop your policies, that could be a huge, huge fit. Now, if I'm a customer of yours and if I say, hey, I'm with XYZ company and they just took a rate increase, can you find me something different? How much do you charge me in order to kind of shop my policies with the other companies that you have?
1: I charge absolutely nothing. So I, it's free. I will shop it through every carrier that I have available to me. Um, and every carrier is different. They, they have different coverages, different limits. They have different little perks, um, that you can have with roadside assistance, towing different things. Um, so, so, Finding a better price is, is always great, but I also want to make sure that we have the right coverage for your individual needs.
0: I love it because coverage, ultimately, everybody wants to save money on their insurance until they have a loss and they don't have the coverages that they thought they had or that they would have liked to have. Yep. So what's the last thing that we all can do to keep our insurance uh, costs as low as they can be?
1: So this is a big one. You have full control over this one. Keep a clean driving record. Keep it as wait, wait. So I shouldn't
0: speed and get speeding tickets all the time.
1: (laughs) No, no, no speeding, no tickets. Um, Try not to have an accident. Uh, No texting and driving. These are all things that you have complete control over, and that is a big impact on your insurance uh, prices as well.
0: Yeah. So if you think about it. Any type of insurance, you're always kind of grouped in with kind of a lump of other other like items. So if you have a thousand thirty-year-olds with no speeding tickets, and if you have another group of a thousand thirty-year-olds with two speeding tickets, obviously that group of a thousand thirty 30 year olds with two speeding tickets, you're just going to tend to have more accidents. So the insurance company needs to, um, you know, charge more to cover that risk because ultimately the insurance company needs to have enough money in reserves to pay out potential claims. Now, if I did happen to get a speeding ticket, is there any way that that uh, that, that our office might have been able to help?
1: Yes, actually, our office has um, access to a legal service that can send attorneys to traffic court on your behalf and try to mitigate the penalties if you get a ticket. It's a great, great program that that does a lot of good to help keep your, your legal penalties down.
0: Um, I actually have a 17-year-old that had a minor car accident, and this service actually got uh, got that accident dropped from his record, which potentially saves us thousands of dollars. So anybody that might be interested in Legal Shield can definitely email you at jessica at cfsig.net. Finally, let's look at some of the biggest mistakes that people can make with regard to their insurance. And I always say that in schools, we teach Shakespeare. We teach when the dinosaurs live, we teach calculus, we teach all this stuff, but we don't teach basic finance. Like what is car insurance? What are interest rates? What basic investments? And so there's a lot of misconceptions about insurance out there. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you as an insurance agent on the front line, see people make just on a daily basis?
1: Honestly, it's honesty, uh, not being upfront with your agent. And it's not that you may be hiding intentionally, you're not lying, but you you don't stop and think that there's there's things your agent needs to know, like if you drive an Uber. If if you deliver now, Are there
0: some companies that might say, oh, you drive for Uber, so we won't keep you as a client.
1: Yeah, there are some companies that do not want Uber drivers, but now that's becoming more of a regular thing, most carriers are okay with it, but it's an additional coverage that needs to be added to your policy because if you don't have that coverage and you get into an accident while you're ubering then you have the potential for your claim to be denied by the insurance company.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like if if I'm your doctor and if you're having headaches and you're coming to see me you need to just kind of tell me all the symptoms and then I as the medical professional can help to diagnose and give a solution. Well, you're you're the insurance professional so you need to know kind of all of these what's going on in somebody's life uh, to, to help them to protect themselves. What are a few other issues that maybe would need to be disclosed uh, to their insurance agent, just to make sure that you don't have any issues with claims being denied or have any major cost increases later on.
1: If anything changes in your, your life situation, if you move that impacts where you're living, where you're driving um, rates are done by area codes. If there's a whole zoning thing done to it, So if you move, I need to know that if you have a new driver in the household, a young driver, teenage driver, or if you just have maybe a family member that moves in with you and they are driving your vehicles on a regular basis, these are things that we need to know.
0: And even if they, they, I think a lot of times people try to not disclose because they think it's going to result in a premium increase. And sometimes it might even, but these are still things that we have to be upfront with our companies so we don't have denied claims. Because that's the worst thing that can happen is you have a denied claim because you didn't disclose and then um, that that could be catastrophic. So again, you're dealing with our clients. Uh, what are, what's another mistake that you see clients making that I would guess every once in a while might, um, might become a little frustrating on your end?
1: When they call those 1-800 number companies to get insurance, you see this fancy ad on TV, if you just call us 15 minutes, we'll save you X number amount on your insurance. And you call them and they get you a new policy. And then a couple of months later, the, the premium's jacked up and you don't know why. And now you can't get a hold of that rant hunter company and talk to a real life person again. And you come to my office wanting to know, well, why did this happen? Hi. That, that's, that's difficult for everybody. I don't, for one, I don't have access to your policy. I can't look at anything. It's just what you're telling me. And then generally we have to start from scratch. It's just that 1-800 number. It, it's usually a computer, computer system. And I don't know most, I like talking to a real life person, a real life person. that connect with you. They they get to know you and your individual situation.
0: Sure. And I know that with our clients, if there's a claim, you can personally kind of walk them through it. If there's ever, every once in a while, there's a strange billing issue that their bill is not what they thought it was going to be. You can personally, and our team can personally work and they can, they can talk to the same person. If you're dealing with an 800 number, it's just, you'll never speak with the same person and you just don't get the same guidance. I like to think about it as if you think about your car and my car. Every dollar that I have now, plus every dollar I ever will have is riding on the front of that car. So if I ever make a mistake and if I run a stop sign or if I get blinded by the sun and don't see somebody, that has huge potential implications as far as my and my family's financial future. And I just I want a personal relationship with somebody local that can help me with that somebody who, who is, believes in education and, and, and furthering their, their knowledge, somebody who has options, um, and somebody who just cares. Uh, so, so I think those are really, really important things. So anybody in, in, in our area of the, of the woods uh, that wanted to get in touch with you and just talk about their insurance, maybe get a little advice or, or a comparison quote or anything like that, how might they be able to either call or email you?
1: Um, calling is always great. I, we can get more in depth. We can really get down to the nitty gritty of what you personally need for insurance purposes. Um, call me 864 882 3781. Email if email is easier, if you just, you know, you have busy, hectic schedules. It's Jessica, J E S S I C A, at net.
0: And I, I appreciate your time and I appreciate what you do for our clients by helping them to be protected because insurance, let's face it, it's not that fun. It's not that exciting, but it's so important because it protects every dollar that you'll ever have. Um, so what we're going to do over the course of the years, every few months, we're going to talk about a different type of insurance to help our clients and our listeners to understand some of the risks that they have and how to transfer them if it makes sense to transfer to, to insurance companies so until next time we wish you a great weekend please remember that insurance laws vary slightly from state to state. So um, if you're not in South Carolina, uh, make sure that you're contacting a licensed agent in your state for specific advice about your insurance policies. And also, if there's anything that is keeping you up at night with regard to your personal finances, email me at david at That's david at And let's have a 30 minute conversation, whether that be in person or via Zoom, or over the telephone, and let's talk about your situation, let's talk about your concerns, and let's see if there are any next steps to be taken uh, to give you the financial freedom and financial peace of mind that you deserve.